We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Okay. Let's get back into it. Inside the 11 o'clock hour, time is flying. We've already been uh, <laughs> talking about the Giants for two hours. I'll try and mix some other stuff in, but, like, you just heard the drop. Like, talk about the Giants on the fan. Like, that's, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Season could be over this weekend. I'm not trying to put that negative energy out there, but reality check could be the last game of the year, and then there's uh, nothing to really talk about next week. Of course there's something to talk about, but no games to talk about. We'll be talking about where they went wrong, how the Eagles won, what surprised you in that game, who failed, who dropped the ball. Might not happen. Um, The Sabres end up, not Sabres, I'm looking at the Sabres. The uh, Islanders end up losing to the Bruins 4-1. I already told you that the Knicks lost, and uh, I don't think anybody really cares to call up and talk about NHL or NBA tonight. I have my eyes on the scores in the NBA, and I I try to keep an eye on any news coming out of the NBA if anybody's going off or, you know, if there's anything to report. But the focus is on divisional round playoffs, the New York football giants, and everybody's calling, and all of the topics are giants, giants, giants. But I've got one guy I can count on to talk about them Cowboys. Lewis out in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Louis? Keith. Do you know what the Dallas Cowboys have in common with the town fair tires? Because nobody beats the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody! (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you'd be tweaking. What are you talking about? They lost to the Jaguars. They lost to the Packers. They just lost to Sam Howell and the Commanders. Don't give up, Keith. No, I'm, I'm never giving up. I'm I'm always rooting for the Cowboys. I, I, I signed up at, at four years old. It doesn't mean I'm always confident. I would love to see them knock off the Niners, though. I've got no love for the Niners. I root against them every year because I don't want to see them get to six rings before Dallas. And I'm pumped for this game because I think uh, I think the Cowboys, I, I've read something that the Cowboys, uh, they play better on short rest. And so even though they complained about it, I'll find the tweet. The Cowboys play better on short rest. I think there's just more of a sense of urgency. And this is playoffs. So here we go. We'll see what the uh, Niners look like. It might be similar to how I'm saying the Eagles are coming off of uh, a bye week. They're coming off cold. You know, an extra day of rest might not be the best thing for the Niners because they got to get back on the field with this young quarterback and get back to it. The Cowboys might roll in and uh, be ready to rock. That's going to be a good game well, to end the, the divisional the round. The Cowboys were hitting on all axles, whatever you... Except I mean, for the kicking fans. game, but yes. Yeah, that was like a fluke. I don't know what happened there. He, said, he only missed three kicks all year. I don't know what... 
I hope he'll get back. He has to get back. But I heard that they signed another kicker. But just to be a yeah, Tristan Viscaino. I'm familiar with him, but he's just you know just in case this guy's got the yips again. Mike McCarthy went to after the second one. I would have been going for two. We've seen the Steelers have to do that, and Dak we saw yelling about go for F and two. This time around, if he misses that first extra point, he's done. You can't you can't have him in in a playoff game leaving points off the board. So we'll see. But Dak was good. He taught. He calmed. Dak down was amazing. Yeah, Dak he was told amazing. Him that I had the same thing last week. You know, he was amazing. As I mean, much after the first few three and outs, he was on fire. Yes, as much as he frustrates me with the interceptions and turning the ball over, he yeah. is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now at looking at a defense. Identifying right. a defense, reading the defense, reading the defense and, and, and audibling and getting into the right play or just knowing where to go yeah. with the football. Dalton Schultz was wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah. I cashed on and him. CD I, I, Lamb was wide open. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they there. didn't go to CD. Look for them to get CD involved against the Niners. Touchdown when they, they, they blew the coverage. Damn I know, but they only, else. I think he only had like four or five catches. CD Lamb is the number one wide, wide receiver. He's supposed to have 10 catches, minimal. Michael Gallup, like, tight-roping along the... Yeah, that's that's what Gallup does. He goes up there and gets the ball. You can throw it up high to him, and he'll walk the tightrope and come down with it. Yeah, CD only had four receptions. So I expect them to target him more. I expect them to go to CD more. And they got to run the ball, not with Ezekiel Elliott, with Tony Pollard. And you notice well, Tony Pollard had 15 carries. Ezekiel is good by the end zone on the goal line. Sure, short yardage. Sure, he can get a he can yeah. get a, a yard or two. But let me ask you something, Keith. Why don't they put both of them in? Why they? I mean, I, I guess they want to rest one of them. But wait, you see, when Tony Pollard is in, you know that they're going to the sidelines. You know, a side throw with get him. To yeah, because you got to get and him when, in space. Yep. Yeah, and when Zeke's in, you know he's going straight. You know, I love the, I love the Cowboys as far as like I love the Cowboys uh, variations of formations. They'll put Connor McGovern in at fullback. They'll put two tight ends in the backfield. They'll they will line up Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, but they'll split Pollard out. Um, and you know who they praise? You know who the announcers praise? The number one pick that we had this year uh, was the Tyler, Tyler Smith. He moved because they he, he he's been playing well. tackle. He bumped in to play guard, and and that young man has been really good. And Cowboys fans, for the yeah. most part, yeah. booed that pick, but he was needed, especially with the injuries to Tyron Smith. Um, and then with Jason Peters going down, and Jason Peters is like 40, 41. Um, having flexibility on the offensive line is so important. Having offensive linemen that can play multiple positions is so important because when somebody goes down, uh, you know, they know the blocking assignments, they can just bump over. And, and Tyler Smith has played tackle and guard for Dallas this year. And as a rookie, he's been very good. Talking about the 49ers, you don't remember, I don't know, you know, it was a long time ago, but I remember when Joe Montana raced to the sidelines and threw a gorgeous pass to Dwight Clark that made the famous catch, the fingertip catch. You have to see a replay of that. I've seen you know? it a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, and you know who was taking him? Everson Walls was taking Dwight Clark. I, even though I was a Cowboys fan, and it was like a, I was just so impressed with that play. I mean, it was crazy. That is an all-time. That is an all-time NFL clip. They've played that every season over and over again. Like if, you know, you, you you can't really be an NFL fan without have seeing that catch. And also is. Jay- 
I mean, he's got the shoulder, but he's off the injury report, and it's the playoffs. They're hosting uh, a playoff game off the bye. Of course he's going to play. Yep, you can't go with Gardner Minshew. with this, Keith. If the Cowboys play the Giants, I'm not afraid of the Giants. Forget about that call. And that's it. Come on. Well, if it's Cowboys, Giants, they should be afraid of Michael Parsons. If it's Cowboys, Giants next week in Jerry World, I'm going to have to get on a plane. <laughs> Keith, remember what I said, Lewis from Brooklyn. Nobody beats the Cowboys. Nobody. <laughs> Thanks, Lewis. But I've seen the Cowboys lose plenty of games. Seen the Cowboys lose games that they were supposed to win. Games that they were up by two touchdowns. Gave it up. And that's why I say they're frauds. But you know what? That was in the regular season. They might be for real in the playoffs, in the postseason. It's a new season. Everybody's 1-0. Except for the guys that didn't play last week, the Chiefs and the Eagles. But I don't know. I think... um, (laughs) I think that the Cowboys can go toe-to-toe with the Niners. I don't think the Niners have played a team that has as much talent as them at every position, and that's going to be a good game as well. And the same way I say, don't expect to see the same game plan that the uh, you know Giants beat the Vikings with. Don't expect to see the same game plan that the Cowboys beat Tom Brady and the Bucks with. Different team, different game. I'm excited. I love football. I can't wait to watch this weekend. It's going to be good. And, yeah, if the Giants knock off the Eagles and the Cowboys knock off the Niners – then we've got Giants, Cowboys in Arlington. I haven't been back to Arlington in too long. I think the last time I went to Jerry World was 2016. I know it was pre-pandemic. I think it was 2016, so that's been too long. And I, I was sauced. I forget. I think the maybe it was 2015. I think we played the Falcons, and their fans were obnoxious from Atlanta. And I, I think Brandon Whedon was quarterback. I don't know. I was sauce. Like I'm telling you, like I, I snuck like Jack Daniels shooters bottles in. This was this was when I was like dumb broke. Like I was like extra broke where I like couldn't even buy drinks in the stadium. I went in there trashed, and I had my own elk on me. And uh, the Cowboys lost, and I think they went down like 21 in the first half or something like that. And I was just like, this is miserable. But, yeah, if the Cowboys end up hosting the Giants, I mean, I'll probably have to host Friday. But, I don't know, I would I would certainly take a look at it. I would, certain, I would certainly take a look at the flights and the tickets for that game. Uh, the Cowboys have not been to an NFC championship game since 1996 when they won their last Super Bowl. And if it's Giants-Cowboys, there's going to be a lot of local people taking that uh, flight from Newark to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth could be fun, could be uh, an exciting one. And then if the Giants beat the Cowboys in Dallas like they've done a bunch of times, that would be hell for me. But it would still be fun to go. So who who knows? We got to get through the divisional round. I don't think – I think one of them is going to lose, right? Like I don't think they both win. Um, But what do I know? What do I know? Place your your bets and and see what happens. Let's go to Matt in Stamford next up on the fan. Go for it, Matt. Buddy, you're a smart man with the shooters bringing those jacks in there. Stadium prices are crazy. Yeah, had so to. So first off, I want to thank the uh, Philadelphia Eagles because for whatever reason, they seem to jumpstart the Giants franchise anytime we're down. Going back to 1978 with the miracle in the Meadowlands, you know, Herm Edwards runs that back. All of a sudden, the Giants are like, all right, we got we to gotta get rid of uh, the, the normal status quo in here. You know, new GM, new head coach. 
jumpstarts the franchise for the next 25 years. Two years ago, if you look at it, you know, if they win that game against the Washington uh, Redskins, all of a sudden, you know, Joe Judge is still our head coach, most likely, mm-hmm. to this day. So, and we're in the playoffs at, a, what, a 6-10 and 10 record, I want to say? Yeah. So, thank you, the Philadelphia Eagles, for always, you know, giving us that new lifeblood. You can even go back to the Deshaun Jackson play, because the next year, the Giants end up winning the Super Bowl. Yep. And uh, Victor Cruz has that big game down in Philly, uh, I want to say, what, week three or so. But, you know... I'm I'm going in there with confidence, you know. I'm going down to the game on Saturday night, good. eight fifteen. Good. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun game right there, Keith. But, of course. And don't worry about fans and and all that nonsense. It's not the same as it was. I was talking last night about the fact that everyone's got a camera on them. Everyone's got a camera phone. So just that alone, people chill out. And yeah, it's Philly, so they're they're super arrogant, and uh, you're gonna hear some things, and you know they'll do what they can, but. I wouldn't be too worried about your safety. Like you're, you're good. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of talk about like what happened in the '80s and the '90s. We're, it's 2023. Keith, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. I grew up down in Sheepshead Bay. I'm not, I'm not scared of any good. guys who put a whiz on a cheese stick. You know that being <laughs> said. You know that being said, with with them, you know, look, they're a tough team. I expect them to come out. The only thing I'll say about their their squad is the fact that Jalen Hurts has played only once. Once in the last month or so, that would that would worry me. I think they're I, look. They have a great pass rush. I think as far as talent goes on the NFC side and the NFC, I mean Roger Goodell. You know he's probably licking his chops right now because he got the two best matchups. If you really think about it, from a from a market standpoint, you oh, got yeah. New York Philly, which is the best rivalry. You got Dallas San Francisco, which is the you know that's a rivalry that goes back fifty years back to Brody and Staubach. Mm-hmm. So I mean they got they got the best the best two matchups they can get for divi- for the divisional weekend they could ever have. But I'm looking forward to it. And the other thing I'll say about the boys, and this is the look, I think your boys they have a good shot because I think I look at Purdy and I go, look, the clock is eventually going to strike twelve on him. The only thing that that nobody talks about with San Francisco, and you can go back to the '80s, they never bring up their defense. Bosa is a scary man. Yeah, Warner is a scary man. They have they, defensively, you know, they haven't maybe, you know, been prolific. You know, they don't have the Micah Parsons, but it goes back to like Ronnie Lott chopping his finger off back in the day. But, you know, they used to call them kind of like you know the finesse team compared to the Giants when they play. Because so the Giants had Parcells and LT, and you know the Niners were like, yeah, they had Montana. They were the San Francisco team. They were classy. I don't. To me, this San Francisco team. They scare me if, if I'm playing them, to be honest with you. I mean, Purdy's a rookie, but they got the offensive juggernaut, but that defense is scary. I'm with you. Thanks for the call, Matt. I'll take it from here. Let's talk about the Niners a little bit. I feel like we've, you know, said everything on the uh, Eagles-Giants, and I've still got two hours. So, you know, when I look at the Niners with Brock Purdy, I'm I'm waiting for this kid to look like a rookie. But from what everyone's saying, and even Fred Warner, Fred Warner came out and said he's the reason we have a shot to win it all. He's not a rookie, right? He he has Kyle Shanahan, and he's got a ton of weapons. And you know when you look at the the trade they made for Christian McCaffrey, and then they also got Elijah Mitchell back. Debo Samuel got hurt late in the season, but was able to come back. Brandon Ayuk is a good receiver that does not even get enough 
touches or respect. And then, of course, you've got George Kittle, who arguably is, you know, the second best, third best tight end in the league. I think I could, you know, move the ball with that offense. Like, I think I could play quarterback. Maybe not right now. Maybe when I was like 21, 20. <laughs> I think I could complete some passes and move the ball with that offense. And the way that Kyle Shanahan imagines that offense, it's it's different. They move the pocket. They roll him out. Um, this kid is is got different arm angles like Pat Mahomes. Uh, I was laughing watching him run uh, last week where he had that little skip. He had that little skip kick. And I'm like, this kid's got a little swag to him. But eventually it, it kind of evens out. It kind of levels out. Everybody didn't miss on him. He was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. He played four years at Iowa State. He was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. He's not that big. And uh, I really do think that Micah Parsons getting to him, Demarcus Lawrence getting to him, um, and then the DBs of the Dallas Cowboys actually covering Debo and Iuke. There's also an element of revenge. The Cowboys hosted the Niners last year and got bounced one and done. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play well, and they still lost that game. Why'd they lose that game? Because Dak missed a bunch of throws. They had some penalties. I think that's still fresh in their mind. I think Dak Prescott's on a mission. The game that he played against the Bucs, granted the Bucs were the worst team in the playoffs. Like, let me say that. They, you know, they're an eight-win team. He was locked in. And he's got to be locked in again because this defense is no joke. When I look at the Niners' defense, you start with Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, <laughs> Nick Bosa is a monster. I was watching the, this thing about his diet and how you know he, he how clean he eats and he's eating like salmon and tuna and vegetables. I'm like, I gotta get like Nick Bosa. This dude shredded, and he is a handful for anyone. But Dallas Cowboys have a pretty defensive, a uh, pretty good offensive line. I think they they'll be all right. Like he's gonna get. His, but I think they'll be all right. Eric Armstead is another monster on that line. Then you go to the next level. Fred Warner, depending on who you ask, is the best linebacker in the NFL. He's a big guy, but he's rangy. Uh, He can cover. He can run down running backs, make tackles. And then the Ward boys, Chavarius Ward, Jimmy Ward, they've got some good corners too. Um, And then don't forget about Hufunga at safety, uh, kind of reminded some people this year of uh, Troy Palomalu. Like, they've got guys. They've got a ton of guys on defense and offense. It's going to come down to this quarterback. Does this quarterback freeze up in the moment? Does this quarterback revert back to Mr. Irrelevant? We shall see. Oh, and how did I forget Trent Williams, their left tackle, all pro, another monster on their offense. They, they've got guys, and you guys all know it. And I can't wait to see how the uh, Dallas Cowboys match up against them. It'll be the last game Sunday night. For us to enjoy. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up 877-337-6666. I got to break it down, but I'm coming right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, yeah. Still here. All right. Um, what was I going to say? I think I had too many different things. To say, we were talking about the San Francisco 49ers, the 14 and 4 San Francisco 49ers, and we were talking about uh, uh, their defense and how many monsters they have. They have first team guys. Uh, Talano Hufunga is a beast. I, I said he, he, he gives you a little bit of the uh, Troy Palomalu vibes with the hair. Um, it's going to be a test, but like, the Dallas Cowboys have some beasts, too. They match up well. And it's going to come down to the quarterbacking, right? And uh, it comes down to three things in the playoffs. Obviously, the quarterbacking, coaching, and defense. And you've got Mike McCarthy versus Kyle Shanahan. And I'm not a big Mike McCarthy guy, but you can't knock the guy. He's got a ring. You can't knock the guy. He's won some playoff games. They just won uh, the first round game that they played on Monday night. And now they're trying to get another, and I think it's going to be a good matchup. But I do want to speak a little bit more about some of the other games. Um, the calls are not talking about these games, but I want to put it out there. You know, the Jags and uh, the Chiefs matchup of former Eagles head coaches. One who won the Super Bowl, the other who went to the Super Bowl but wasn't able to pull it off, Doug Peterson and Andy Reid. I've already put bets on all of the overs for receiving for Pat Mahomes and all of his receivers, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Travis Kelsey, of course. And I actually, I think I was looking at not taking Kelsey because, I mean, I know Kelsey's dominant, um, but, you know, Pat Mahomes goes to whoever he can find. Jarek McKinnon, uh, we'll, we'll see. I just think that the Jaguars are going to be in over their heads. They certainly can't play like they played at home against the Chargers. Pat Mahomes is not going to, you know, lose a game like that. Pat Mahomes is going to keep putting up points. I don't think Trevor Lawrence understands what he's walking into after the comment he made about, oh, I don't think it's going to be much louder than Jacksonville. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot louder than Jacksonville. Jacksonville, those fans were uneasy. Those fans were unsure about things in that first half. And they were at home hosting a playoff game. It's been a while. In Kansas City, this is what they do. Their fans are coming there revved up. Their fans, didn't their fans boo? <laughs> just came back to me. Their fans booed the NFL and booed the NFL for, like, delaying the game because they, like, came together 
uh, in 2020 for like peace and unity and equality and like sent their message out there of like end racism. <laughs> and their fans booed it because it was like taking too long. They care about football. And they're going to be ready to go. Pat Mahomes signed that mega deal. And people started talking about his legacy and him chasing down Tom Brady. Don't think it's going to happen. But he's trying to win multiple rings. And they still have that sting from last year losing to the Bengals at home. Now, the Bengals go on the road to face the Bills. And Zach Taylor was talking today like, we're still the AFC defending champs. We're still the team that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl last year. And these guys know it. And they want another crack at it. They don't feel like they're underdogs to anyone. They don't care if it's a minus five spread. That doesn't matter. And I think what what we saw with the Bills last week, they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable to the pass. And Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, Joe Cool, Joe Thorough. I mean, if he's got time, if if he's got time, he's got weapons. He's going to throw the ball to Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. And they're going to do their thing. And now speaking of T. Higgins, we all saw T. Higgins put his shoulder down, put his head down, and run into DeMar Hamlin. And we all froze in that moment when DeMar got up and fell back down. There's going to be some emotions in this game. There's going to be some of those flashbacks to that game. This is the first time these guys are getting back on the field since that game that was incomplete. I think it finished with the Bengals up 7-3. Some of those uh, emotions are going to come into play. It's like, okay, here we are. Who does that benefit? I don't know. I think it benefits the Bengals, the road team. There's a lot of pressure, pressure bust pipes. And even though the Bills came out and scored 17 points, they you know they were in a game with Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins. The Bengals are going in there expecting to win, expecting to get back to an AFC championship and most likely face the Chiefs. We've got good football lining up for this weekend. I I can't wait to sit down and watch it in my crib, not going anywhere. I don't like every Sunday. I try to stay planted. I hate when my wife is like planning get togethers with like her work friends or like, we got to go visit some people. I actually had uh, some of my fan cave buddies over last weekend, but they're like family. Um, My boy, Dan and and Angela, who uh, were in the fan cave with me. Dan was the Mets fan. Angela was the San Francisco giants fan. And I obviously was the Yankees fan. We've been around each other for eight going on nine years now. So I had them and their significant others um, over my apartment to watch the game Sunday. But I'm not going anywhere else. I'm planted on the couch, and I can't wait for this weekend. This is uh, high-level football coming up, folks. Coming up on the fan, Jimmy in Jersey City. How you doing, my guy? What up, my man? Keep getting me here for these... uh... Giant fans who are getting a little, a uh, little, uh, drinking too much of that juice with some of these F- FAN. Uh, okay, talk- okay. Talkers. Jimmy is a Dolphins fan. I am a Dolphins fan, proud and loud. <laughs> hey, Giants, you're two and two in your last four. You're four, six and one in your last eleven games. You beat, you beat out of those games. You beat Minnesota dead last in defense. You beat the Colts. You beat the Texans. You lost five in a row prior to that to all teams over five hundred. So where they think they stand a chance against this Eagles team, I would love to see that because I'll give any Giants fan out there 15 to 18 points spread that you will get beat 34 to 10. I'm only going to give you one touchdown, but I don't see them not even coming close in this game, Keith. And I am a Dolphin fan. But what what makes you think that 
their offense is going to just go quiet and only be able to put up 10 points. Keith, the their offense is horrible. They, they, played, they played Minnesota, the worst defense in the league. Like I said before that, they beat the Colts, they beat the Texans. They lost to the Lions. They, they lost to Philly twice. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Seattle. It, go look at the offensive numbers. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, but they scored a few points against the, the, the crappy teams who wouldn't. But they say they're horrible against the teams over five hundred. I can yeah, only go. Uh, I can only go off of their last game. I can't go off of some of those games from last game, December, that's November. Like, that's the worst defense in the league, Keith. Go to the game before that. You lost to the Eagles, all right? Yeah, the Eagles played their team. You didn't play nobody. But other than that, they haven't beaten the five hundred team since when? Yeah, you beat Green Bay early in the year when they when they were horrible. But other than that, who they beat really? That's over five hundred. Yeah, but who did they face at full strength? Now they're at full strength. Now they've got all their dogs. Now they have some momentum. Now they have some confidence and some faith. I feel like in the beginning of the year, they were searching for it. They were unsure of their identity. Now I feel like they know who they are. Keith, Daniel Jones threw for 15 touchdowns out of 17 games. That's not even one a game, Keith. 15. <laughs> yeah. you going to put him up against Jalen Hurts? you think he's in the same I think that was a product of the four? play calling and also a product of not – you know, taking too many risks, throwing the ball, and being conservative and managing games, and also the receivers that he had. Isaiah Hodgins, they got him like halfway through the season. See, that boy is going to trust me. He's going to, you won't see that same that kid this week. That crowd is going to be so wild. You know that, that how wild that crowd is going to be. They're going against a defense that will punch you hard in your mouth. So they better be prepared because that's what's going to happen. That first, the first four, Daniel Jones will be running for his, the whole night. He will be running, and he won't get no more than 20 yards rushing that night. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kim, keep listening to you, brother. But I'll give all you Giants fans 15, 18 <laughs> points. You will get blown out 34 to 10. Tell that to South. See you later, Keith. <laughs> Peace, Jimmy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that, but I think Jimmy's funny. And we do need to sprinkle in a dose of the other side, right? The other side that we're not going to get on WFAN. Not too many callers are going to call in like that um, and, and you know, have a couple, you know, things to point to from the season. I, I don't really subscribe to um, the fact that they haven't beat anyone. You, you play who you play. And like I said, this thing evolved. But I do subscribe to the fact that the Eagles are stacked. I don't think that the Eagles are going to beat them 34-10. Um, I'm actually taking the Giants to cover that 7.5. And, and I think it's the type of game where turnovers and, uh, you know, a couple trick plays or, you know, little things like that can turn the game in the favor of the New York football Giants. Yes, that crowd is going to be insane, but take the crowd out of it. If Jalen Hurts, who's played one game in a month, Against the Giants' backups, if Jalen Hurts goes three and out, three and out, there's going to be whispers around Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, I don't know, man. This guy hasn't played in a month. They're not looking good. The Giants are looking better right now. They're putting drives together. If the Giants score first, if the Giants score the first touchdown, it's going to be different in there. It's it's the playoffs. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I can't judge the Giants on, you know, January 20th or January 21st, and I can't I can't judge them, or I can't not judge them. I can't expect them to resemble the team from two, three months ago. I can't I can't bring that into this matchup. All I can go off of is the last game or the you know the end of the season. And yeah, 
the Colts, right? Jimmy mentioned they beat the Colts, but if we're if we're looking at the Eagles, the Eagles almost lost to the Colts. They beat the Colts by one point. They should have lost that game. So, like, I don't know. You could do it both ways. But, like, the Eagles had to score 14 in the fourth quarter. They had to score two touchdowns, extra points in the fourth quarter to beat the 4-6-1 and one Colts. So, um, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> it depends how you look at it. And that's the whole fun of it, right? That's why you can bet on both sides. That's why, uh, you know, you can you can take the points. You can take a money line. You know, whatever you want to do, whatever whatever you're feeling, we'll, we'll find out real soon. Let's go to Gary down the Jersey Shore. Gary, I hear you. I know you're there. What's up? Keith, what's happening, my friend? Uh, I know, I'm actually Uber driver. I got Anthony with me. And he's a Giants fan. We're talking a little football. Okay. But um, uh, I did want to bring something up, though, because I know you want to talk about the game. So here's what I like. I got to go with the Chiefs. Got to lay the points there. Uh, Also going to go with the 49ers. But I can't figure out the, the, the Bills game. It's a tough game. I'll probably end up taking the points. But let me ask you a question that's been on my mind for a while, Keith. Uh, and it's a little off base from the games, but it has to do with the NFL and sports betting. Now, I love to bet games. I know you love to bet games because I listen to you. And we all love to bet games. It's great. But I'm a little sickened. Uh, again, I'd like to hear your opinion on it. By guys like Drew Brees, who probably made a gazillion dollars. Guys like... Uh, Jamie Foxx, the actor. What are they doing doing com- betting commercials? Why do they have to push this gambling on kids? I mean, I don't <laughs> understand why these guys are doing commercials telling people to gamble. For the it's check. That kids are, For the money. They're getting paid. Huh? To get paid. They're, I mean, they're, just, these, these, uh, these sports books have a ton of money. and they're, you know, they're I understand it. Jamie Foxx doesn't make me want to gamble. I don't know why they actually went to Jamie Foxx as their, like, main guy. Uh, Kevin Garnett, I understand. I think Paul Pierce and uh, Marshawn Lynch are in some commercials. Barry Sanders, maybe. But Jamie Foxx, I guess if he had a Willie Beeman jersey on, I would get that. But it's well, for yeah, it's for the movie, check. By the way, yeah. But, but yeah, Jamie Foxx, I forget him. He's not sports. But a whole of Fame quarterbacks, uh, you, you know who this is targeted to, right? I mean, it's not you and me. It's these kids that get their they turn twenty one and they, before they get a driver's license they got a sportsbook uh, uh, app. So I think it's a little concerning that that you know we're so anti gambling with all the sports and now all of a sudden it opens up and you got Hall of Fame quarterbacks you know yeah gambling apps. I mean I, I don't like it. So I just wanted your opinion. Really. That that's great. Thank yeah. you, Gary. Thank you for adding that to my show. I would love to speak on that as someone that I feel like has a ton of experience with this, give me the next uh, four to five minutes to speak on it. So from what Gary's talking about with with kids, with children, I was a kid gambling, and I was gambling with bookies. I was gambling with Bovada, illegal websites, and I got put on by one of my buddies in college. And, uh, you know, I've seen seen kids get rolled up on um, on campus by bookies and sketchy guys and, like, henchmen, like, looking for money. Uh I went down some dollars, and I had to borrow money. I had to rob Peter to pay Paul. I had to go around and collect $100, $200. I was down a few racks, and I was in over my head. I'll never forget. I'm betting on uh, March Madness. I think it was the year that Syracuse and UConn went like three overtimes. Some bad beats, but... You know, New York just hit $16.2 billion in wagers in the first year of online sports betting. That is a ridiculous amount of money. I don't know how much money was 
in the like illegal circuits, right? You go to the barber shop, some guy's got a ticket, you fill it. I don't know how much money, and, and there, there's probably no way to count that money, but it's business. And why do you see these guys endorsing it? Like uh, Rob Gronkowski, who's supposed to be doing this like kick at the Super Bowl or halftime or something, because they're getting paid, and there's a ton of money in it. I, I have done odds on sports under FanDuel on WFAN. Uh, FanDuel paid myself, Geo, and BT to go up to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut to do an event. It was great. I loved it. I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gambling in the casino, and uh, shout out to, I can't remember his name. I have to get his name because I feel bad if he's listening, who literally handed me a ticket that won in cash for $700. It's great. Honestly, this past weekend, <laughs> all the money that I lost gambling in the regular season for the NFL, I got my revenge. I made it all back and some just betting on wild card weekend. You have to do it responsibly. You have to set limits. And I know that's hard for people to do. Sometimes you got to learn the hard way. But like I said, I learned when I was younger. I'm from Monmouth County. They were about to open up Monmouth Racetrack with legal gambling there years before the digital stuff hit. And I think uh, the governor didn't let it go down. And we were upset about it. I was gambling on ponies at 16. I just looked in the FanDuel app, and they have a little horse icon for racing, and I got pumped. I'm like, all right, now I can bet on sport. I can bet on sports and ponies in the same app and not have to go to the track and go to the teller and put in my trifecta, superfecta. I know I probably sound like a fiend, but I'm not. I do it responsibly. I set limits. You know, even if you if you look at my Instagram, I put all the bets I cashed. I don't ever upload or deposit more than, like, usually, and I do a bunch of $5, $10 bets, and I don't get too crazy with it, and I always try to cash my $5, $10 bets to like $200 to $500, and I did that this week. At Keith McPherson on Instagram, go look at my Instagram, look at the the highlight and, and the post. Like, there are ways to do it, and I think that, you know, people like Craig Carton, who preach responsible gambling and actually share their story, are needed. More of those are needed. More resources or needed. I know there's like 1-800-GAMBLER, but I also think that this is so fresh and so new with it being legalized. Uh, it just needs time. This is the first year of it being legal in New York. It's been legal in Jersey, but they need time to figure out how to like, you know, protect kids. But also there's worse things out there than gambling. Raise your kids, watch your kids. I don't have kids, but like parents out there, that's on you. The same way that, uh, you know, sports gambling is risky and a liability, so are drugs, so are alcohol, and so are a bunch of other things that these kids do. The internet is a pitfall, and all of these kids have tablets and phones. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got to take a break. I'll be back, folks. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, (laughs) y'all. It's funny. uh, I went and took a walk, (laughs) and there's like a delay in here. So you can hear what you say on air out there. like. And I caught the last bit of what I said. I'm like, damn, I probably sound like a, a gambling fiend. I'm really not. <laughs> I promise I'm really not. I grew up broke. I grew up with a dollar and a dream. I still don't have any paper for real. But like, I've always been a gambler. And I think you, you need to have some scares to like scare you straight. Uh, you need to like... Go to the racetrack with your last $100 and lose it all and then have to figure it out, right? You need to go to Atlantic City with your last $500 and lose it all. And, you know, that's what I did. That's just 
a product of my environment. That's a product of like how I came up. Like I'm from the shore area and I know a lot of people listening are from New York, but I know a lot of people listening are from Jersey too. And when you're young in like high school and like, that's what they're talking about. These kids. Now we were worse. We were worse because there was no camera to fill us, film us. There was no evidence. We were dipping a Atlantic city in high school. Whoever, whoever got a license, yo, let's go to AC. It was about an hour drive burning it. I think my brother and, uh, my, my, my friend, Eric's brother, we, you know, we lost both of them. My brother and my, my best friend's brother who, I was best man in his wedding. Both of us lost our older brothers, and they were crazy. Um, they used to take trips to AC and race. And I think, you know, they have a world record of under 50 minutes from our hometown in Monmouth County to getting to the, like, Atlantic City always on sign. And it's just a, it's just a cultural thing. You grow up uh, in, an, in, in the shore area, at least I did, or, or, or my homies or people I ran with. And it was like, yo, let's go to AC, try and make a quick buff. And, you know, I grew up in apartments. I grew up around other people that didn't really have that much bread. So it was like any opportunity to make some money, we were taking it. And just the prospect of going to Atlantic City with $100 and buying in at the per- poker table, it was like, let's let's get the money. And then even with Monmouth Racetrack, Monmouth Park, you, they don't ID you to go in there. And back in the day, they weren't ever really checking. So, if, like, for me, I'm tall. I'm 6'2", 195. Like, I was already, like, 6'1", 180 in high school. Um, You know, put a Yankee hat over my face, walk up to the teller, hey, let me get this, boom, 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 thanks. And and gamble on horse racing. Put a couple dollars on the ponies. And it was just something that we didn't even think about as, like, reckless. And, I mean, some people were reckless. Some people did some crazy – we have some crazy stories from some things in AC and at the racetrack. But that was so early. That was – Decades before you could just link your bank account to FanDuel in your phone. And, I mean, even doing that, I feel like that makes people pump their brakes a little bit. Like, all right, all right, you know, they'll they'll have uh, $10, $25, $50, $100 as the suggested amount for you to put in. Now, if you want to put in $5,000, that's on you. <laughs> if that affects you paying your rent, that's on you. But, um... I think we're just so early in the legalized digital sports gambling. Uh, we're, we're we're not far enough down the line to hear like bad stories or the effects. I mean, what you know? Before I met Craig, like you know, they 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 got to do some type of uh, and shout out to Craig because I got a ton of respect for Craig. And you know, I hate when I see people online hating on Craig and, and saying things about Craig Carton because I think they need to make a movie on him. I think they like need to do a documentary. Because years ago, before I ever knew I would be on WFAN, and I already knew who Craig was, and I remember him going on Michael K, and I remember him telling his story and hearing some of the like crazy things that he was doing to go play blackjack. It was like so real to me because I had been in Atlantic City and all of those casinos. It was so real to me because I had been at those tables. Like the it, the story like came to life, and uh, you know Craig. Did his time and he came out and he's literally dedicated his life to like trying to save the next guy or 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 help the next young person or or old person or whoever. There's a lot of people that listen to his show on Saturdays and he's been consistent with his message, but he had to have the scares. He had to learn the hard way 
to change. And I don't know. Hopefully you don't have to learn the hard way or have a scare. I, I learned the hard way and I had some scares and now I, I gamble and it's fun. I gamble and I'm not reckless. I gamble and I'm I have I literally have a separate account that has is not linked to my bills or my wife's account. My wife doesn't even know. My wife was pumped this week because I sent like four hundred dollars to the Chase account. Like, do what you want with that. Where's this from? I'm like, I hit. And she was like, you hit because I roasted you. She sent me a link to something about how, like, you have to uh, put your um, FanDuel winnings in your taxes. I was like, well, I don't have anything to report. I'm down. But, like, she roasted me, and I took that personal, and I actually took the time to, like, sit down and look at my bets and write out things and, like, actually hit awesome bets this past weekend in the uh, wild card round. And I'll be back at it again in the divisional round. Keep McPherson on the fan. That's me. Call me up. Let's talk sports. We can talk gambling. We can talk football, basketball, baseball. I know the Giants and the playoffs are going to dominate the conversation, and that's fine. I'm going to switch studios, and I've got one hour left. I'll see you on the other side. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.